The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. I think y'all turned. Good morning, Rutherford County, since somebody's over here yakking to my right. And uh, Bobby, I'm so glad to have you on this morning. <laughs> Thank you. You look perky and ready to go. And um, did you bring anybody with you this morning? I did. I think I brought the whole family with me this morning, which two of them are up here now turning buttons. I hope they know what they're doing. They don't. They turn me off. Yeah. <laughs> Jay is visiting from Texas. We're mm-hmm. always glad to see him. The only problem when he leaves to go home, I'm going to weigh 400 pounds because he wants to eat at some of his favorite places in Murfreesboro. So we have not cooked at home except breakfast yesterday morning. Uh-huh. So. Uh, Where have you been going to eat outside? Well, we went to DJ's last night. That's good. And it was good. Then we've been to Red Lobster. Whoa, I haven't he's, been there in a while. He's going to Toots tonight. Uh-huh. We've been to Which Sir Toots? Pizza. Which Toots is, is he going 231. to? 231. Go to the one out there. Um, go, go to Franklin Road, and you, you can uh, uh, turn left off of Franklin Road, and uh, it is, uh, uh, you will see it at probably about the third red light after you go past the interstate. And it is one of the best places to eat you've ever been, and, and it's Rucker Lane, uh, Franklin Road and Rucker Lane. And that is one of the best places to go. So uh, they have all that food, but the atmosphere is really, really good. You'll like it. Mm-hmm. It's not as loud. And uh, we also hit Slick Pig. Been to Slick Pig. Mm-hmm. So I, we're, I think we're going to try to cook at home Friday night or Saturday night. He wants to grill out. What is your favorite meal to fix the kids and they all just absolutely love it. I mean, oh, we, I we all had Listen, went through that. I'll have Meatloaf. to say, my kids are far better cooks than I am. Mm-hmm. I started late in life. They started young. They both can outcook me. So they eat what I put on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of them. Well, Jay and, Jay and Jan are both very successful. What, what, what do you uh, relate that to? Uh well, Larry wants to answer that question. No, Let's see just, what he says. He wants to take, to he wants to take credit for it. <laughs> I have no. to just pull it out of y'all. Yeah. Well, so. let's just say when they were growing up, once they got in high school, I was the disciplinarian. But when they were in grammar school, their dad could always make them mind because they went to school with him. Yeah. So, you know, he could 
punch them in the chest like this, and Jay remembers that. So, you know, not tap his finger and to get his point across. Yeah. So, and but when they were growing up, they were both involved in athletics. And I said, now look, kids, I want to go with you to everything. I want you to go to everything, experience everything. But you've got to help me at the house. You've got to take out the garbage, wash the dishes, set the table. You've got to help me, and then I'll see that you get where you want to go. And they could always out-clean me on their rooms once they got the idea. Yeah. So, you know, they each had chores, and it helped help me. And at night, Larry would help them with their homework and see that they got baths while I cooked supper and did the dishes so yeah. you know it was a family effort well you, you've got a great family you really do well, i think so They're i think they've special. done good there have been bumps in the road just like any other family we've had bumps in our road but mm -hmm. we've overcome them well last Cassis has uh benefited from your family a lot yeah. and uh I know that uh, driving out that way, yeah, I go past the Larry Stewart Bridge, and and I say, how could they be so misdirected by putting his name on that? It just, it just never did. Uh, I never could figure it out. Well, everybody is not like you, Drew. Somebody <laughs> figured it out. I'd I'd say Sarah Turner, uh, Sandra <laughs> Beatty, uh, Linda Brown. Uh, Everybody uh, in Last Cass is actually. It's, it's a great honor, and I appreciate. It. Did Big Willie put that sign Big up? Big Willie had a lot to do with it. No, yeah. I don't know that I, one of the commissioners asked me how are they going to pay for the sign. I said the same way you paid for Joe Jackson's and everybody else's. I don't know if that's your problem, but uh, they had. Uh, I got a lot of friends in Last Cass's. I put it that. You way. really do, and Last Cass has benefited a lot for it, and. I don't know of anybody that has made such a big influence on all the young people, and I wish that was still possible in the schools today because things have changed so much. And uh, I, I just wish that we could go back to those old days and, and, and the kids would, I think, enjoy the the education process more and they would benefit more from it than what's going on and it, and the bad part is uh, that the negative things going on in our classrooms you know uh, absolutely no discipline whatsoever you can't touch them or anything else that comes out of washington and and nationally it doesn't come away from here People and, and it, it's just forced upon us yeah. People running schools that have no idea of how to run a school. Yeah. And uh, it's, the schools have really changed. There are no last cases, Walter Hill, Kittle, yeah. anymore, community schools. And uh, it, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, they, And, you know, we don't teach what kids need to learn as much anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I always told the teachers, you know, you've got enough. If you've got enough guts, you can do anything in this classroom you want to do. But if you get challenged, you better be right. Yeah. And uh, and you know, if I was still teaching in the lower grade, I would teach cursive writing, whether they liked it or not. 
And, of course, kids need to sign their name. You know, if you can't sign your name, I don't know how you get your driver's license, vote and stuff, but it's just, it's ridiculous, in but, my opinion. But the parents supported you 100%, didn't they? Yeah, that's exactly what it takes. Yeah, it originally starts with the parents, and then yeah. the schools, it, they hand them over to the schools. But, unfortunately, um, th th this country has gone away from... Yeah. Uh, well, the structure part of it. The, some of the parents think the schools are out to get them. Now, back when I was teaching, the first day of school, the parents would bring kids up to the rest of me and say, when he gets here, he's yours. And that's all it took. Yeah. And the kids knew that. Yeah. And uh, and if, if they got in trouble at school, but they did, didn't go home and tell it, I'll tell you that, because they were in trouble at home. And it's, it still should be that way, but it's not. Tell me how it is, Jay, being away from your family as much as you are right now because your family has been so close all these years. And uh, I, I've, I've never seen a family that reacts to each other as well as you do. I mean, it, it's just, a, of course, uh, Bobby is, is the, uh, the boss, as we know. Uh, Larry pretty much falls in line. So tell me how does it's that work? That way, how, how does that work with your family? Same well, way. <laughs> same way. Well, uh, when I moved to Texas, I had a lot of family in Texas. Yeah. So, so it was just it just uh, carried over. But yeah, it's a, it, it's still a team. Me and Belinda are a team. When the kids are in school, we were involved with everything. She, you know, PTAs. A lot of the year, she was treasurer. You have uh, a PTA down there? Yep. All right. Yep. We were all, just like we just took last classes with us because the parents have to be involved in the education process. And mm -hmm. um, Kimberly has had some special needs, and we would have the, the ARD meetings and stuff, and we both were always there. And so whenever we brought up a concern, the principals, you know, we sit down and talk with them, and they would tell us how much they appreciated us just coming in and talking to them. And especially because one time one of the principals said we weren't one of their frequent flyers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, you know, if the girls... So, so your influence coming from your parents mm -hmm. uh, has been passed on to you, and now you're able to pass it on not only to your family, but other people around you. You're talking about the, yes. the, the principal and, and the educators in your area. Yeah, and, you know, it takes a village... Uh, uh, there was between my, my and my neighbor's house, there was five girls. And at one time they had three of their girls in three different daycares. And so mm -hmm. I would pick one of the girls up for them every day. Yeah. And she would just hang out with us until they got off work. You know, it was the same way if they, if I needed, if and a lot of times their his wife, Nikki drove my girls to school so they wouldn't mm -hmm. have to ride the school bus. And yeah. then I would get off work in time to pick them up at the bus stop. So it's just, you know, it's, parents have to be involved in the education process, know the teachers' names. Um, and so uh, when Kimberly started ag and started FFA and raising cattle, the, the FFA teacher came up and pointed out to me one time, he said, uh, he said, you know, your daughter Andrea never gave me one minute of trouble. Wow. And I looked at him and I said, I said uh, yes, sir, Mr. Vernon, I expect the very same from this one too. And if that doesn't happen, you need to let me know immediately. And yeah. he said, he said, I understand. So I think that's, 
you know, I never thought the teachers were out to get my kids and stuff. I, how can we work together and provide the best education we can and and give them what they need to grow up? So if parents have to be involved. You just can't go in and turn your kids over to school. And yeah. So we were always involved in everything. When uh, his oldest one started the school, when they first moved to Texas, mm -hmm. she'd ride the school bus home, and I'd be out there. If I was there, I'd be sitting out in the yard waiting on her, mm -hmm. and I'd be whittling. I love to whittle. And uh, so the other kids would say, I was always talking about Papa to the other kids, mm -hmm. and they would say, what's he making? And I would say, he's just whittling. <laughs> and then they, every day they'd get up and look out and see what I was doing when she'd get off. She knew her bus driver's name, Mr. Jim. And I thought, well, this, this is a good place to live. This is a whole lot like Las Casas right here. That's a great uh, thought because when you have – close relationships with people everything is is almost perfect That's isn't right. it because you can trust all the people the bus drivers and everybody you know their name and uh, I, I i wish we had all of those close relationships still here and and when i go to las casas i tell you what i miss being at the store at, at brown does. store because uh, we knew each other, yep. and if, if poor little Mo would open that store back up, I would be it, it be like I was in a special place again. You would be, but you know, there's a lot of responsibility in running a country store. Oh, I know that. Yeah, but I tell the story. You, know, I knew. I, I tell these other principals, you need to ride a school bus with, and see where some of these kids live. Because yeah. everybody can't be raised on East Main Street. Man. Oh, no. Some of, some of them is like we were raised up hard. Have we got a caller? Yeah. Well, I can't hear him, so you'll have to translate. But. All right. Caller, welcome aboard with the whole Stewart family. Guess who it is. Hey, Casey. How are you? I'm, I'm trying to wake up. But you all woke me up when you're talking about, see, what you all have already answered, your own question, because that's 90% of the reason why the schools are in the shape they're in. Maybe the school got too smart for themselves. Could that be the problem with the schools? Uh, no, the problem with schools is that everything comes down from Washington, so you can imagine. Uh -oh. oh, I know you didn't say Washington. <laughs> Who's trying to fight a war? Who's trying to start a war today? With uh, who? Who's the enemy? You go. You, who's the enemy? Will somebody tell me that. I is, think is, the, COVID, the enemy has slipped inside. Oh, see. You all remember, I lost a lot of friends in Vietnam. Yeah, we all what did. What do we progress from there? Yeah. Can anybody that, answer that? that? A, yeah, we, we know exactly what happened during that one. Yes. You know, I'm going to say one more thing. I'm going to let you all on. Let you all talking about school and knowledge. First of all, you got to be able to catch anyone's attention. I'm going somewhere to teach you all to teach anybody. Because they don't respect you. I don't care where you're at, or who, in church or in the street. If, if right. they don't respect you, like, you don't know what a guy named Casey Clark, y'all probably heard of him in, in Middle Tennessee, down almost in Nashville, called a little country town called Smyrna, Mothersburg. Yeah. He can't read music, but how did he teach all these kids around there called Mothersburg and Smyrna? And he, well, how in the world did he show these kids? how to play music, and found out 
it wasn't but seven notes to music. Went to Motown, and they had a kid up there about 14 going to teach us, going to show us and tell us how, the history of Motown. I said, son, I was playing this before you were born. And everybody in the group just fell out laughing. But I was like, it's nothing to laugh about. He, what he was telling them was the truth. Yeah. Anybody, I'm going to leave you all alone now. It's only seven notes to music. Uh-oh. <laughs> now, I know that. I know somebody's going to turn some flips about that. You all, when you look at a piano, you see the two black notes and the three black notes. Put your thumb on the left side of the two black notes and push all the white notes next to each other down. Four notes. I just gave you all your music lessons. Well, lean on me. Push all of them down. One, two, three, four, and play them backwards. <laughs> you play lean on me. Y'all have a good day. You too, Casey. Yeah. Casey Bo Diddley. He's, Casey's a good one. Yeah, and Let the Clark at what, the end. What I had started. Uh-oh, well, you got another call. <laughs> hey, I, this is great, Jenny. Have you got somebody calling in doing this? <laughs> All right. Caller, welcome aboard with the Stewart family. Mr. Stewart, I, I just want to ask you, you think, uh, you, you think Winston's going to put a hard hat on tonight? You're 26. I can't hear it. Uh, uh, Winston's going to put her hard hat on tonight for the Lady Raiders. Is, is Woodson going to put Wilson, her uh, hard hat on the tonight? The girl, girl going to put her get 26 tonight? <laughs> well, that'd be, we had a little controversy. She, they're talking about the basketball game. Yeah. And, uh, our coach got a little ill last week, and uh, we actually thought that, and I think if somebody hadn't held him back, he would have attacked somebody. And uh, I, the referees were probably right. Uh, they called a technical foul on us for hanging on the rim after a dunk, and it was close. You can, you know, you can hang for so long, but mm -hmm. it, but anyway, yeah. Uh, Coach McDivitt got got hot, so uh, <laughs> they they may have to have wear a hard hat tonight. And, and I, I was going to ask you one final thing. I, I, I know you know uh, Coach Hall, the assistant with Rub, basically passed away. When you uh, when you said you could could have played for Rub, did, did you know him real well? He's uh he he's talking about uh, Coach Hall Coach passing Hall away, and he wanted to know if you had a, a relationship with Rupp and with Hall. Coach I guess. Hall, you know him real that well. Was, uh, it was before uh, Joby Hall came on board. Yeah, oh, uh, I, I, I went up you knew him real well, and uh, to sign my scholarship, I talked to Coach Rupp and Harry Lancaster. Mm -hmm. oh, he was uh, back then athletic director, wasn't much. Yeah, Harry Lancaster was athletic director at Kentucky and the freshman basketball coach. Yeah, but yeah. then uh, Coach Hall came on later, and then he left as assistant and went to St. Louis. It was a head coach for a couple of years. Then he to get some training. Then he came back, and and everybody in Kentucky was mad because he was replacing Adolph Rupp. Mm -hmm. But Coach Rupp was retiring. Somebody had replacement. Joe B. Hall was a great guy and a great coach. I saw a thing about the 1980-whatever-seven when Kentucky won the national championship with Goose Givens and that bunch. Yeah. And uh, Joe B. Hall was the kind of coach that like, most of them were back then. If you, got a, if you got a horse, you use him. Well, as Kyle Mason made this statement that our offense was mostly 
give the ball to Goose and get let him go. And Goose yeah. got forty something. But anyway, Joe Hall. That's I had no dealings with Joe B. Hall because I was before Joe B. came back to Kentucky. But he was a great guy. Yeah. Okay. I think our, our uh, guest there is gone. Now uh, uh, let's let's go to uh, Janie over here, Jan. Uh, Mimi's not finished. We oh, you, you. I want. I want to do my shout outs, and then I'll let her have this. Okay. 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 The other night we were eating at DJ's, and we ran into some mm-hmm. friends who listen to your show all the time, yeah. and we would like to say good morning to Marsha and Brent Barlow. Okay. Good. And uh, it was so nice to see them. Just yeah. you know, it's funny how you run into people that you don't expect to see at, mm-hmm. at an odd place. I didn't know where they lived. They didn't know where I lived. And here we were at DJ's eating the other night. So it was good to see them. It turns out that Brent family was raised right down the road from us, and they're building a new house down there. Oh, wow. Good for them. And uh, we want to say uh, good morning to Stephanie Doss because she listens to us, and it's mm-hmm. one of Jay and Belinda's friends in Texas. All she right. listens to us all the time. And my nephew, Rich, in Memphis listens to us. So mm-hmm. we appreciate. And Mike Givens in Florida. Mindy, Mindy Fowler. Fowler. Mark listens to us regularly. We just want to thank all of our friends that are tuning in, listening to this nonsense. Didn't Mark go back to Ork? Who? No. Did Mark go back to Ork? No, no, she's she's alive and well and living in Tennessee. Okay. <laughs> Our buddy Brad Lamb listens to us every Brad morning, Lamb. one of my former students. Uh, and and uh, I just wanted to say our girls are in town this week. We play Marshall tonight at 6. Be a good game. And we play Western Saturday at... I don't know the time on that one yet. It's probably five, know, but, but I don't know. But our boys are out of town playing these same schools so they've got a long trip because Marshall is where? West Virginia. West Virginia. They got to drive for our fly or whatever from West Virginia back to Bowling Green to play Western. So that'll be a tough trip for the boys. Marshall's where that football team yeah. had yes. an uh, accident yes. in the air and yeah. killed all of them. Yeah. And so. let's see. I guess that's uh, good morning, Miss Turner. I called her this morning. Yes and told her that we were on today, so I know she's listening. And uh, we want to give our best wishes to J.D. Kennedy, yes, who's in the hospital. And not doing well. Not not doing too good. Yeah. And so. Mr. and Miss Pugh that we saw at, at Selwyn Park this morning, she was she was uh, worked in the office at Walter Hill School forever. And uh, they just happened out this morning. Uh, she had to put up with Butch Campbell. Yeah, well, Bless her she heart. kept Butch in line. Yeah, uh, and Gary Nobles. Mm-hmm. He worked for the school system forever, and they were down there. So we yeah. we run into a, to a lot of Truman supporters. Boy, they're rare. That is. <laughs> Bless their hearts. I, I feel sorry for them. Well, they must be hard up for something to do. They, they most certainly are. For a, for the record, I'm a big Truman supporter. Well, Janie, really, the uh, the daddy ship has passed on to me some uh, dealing with you, but you're like a, a, a sweet, sweet daughter 
that you do a lot of things for me. You really do. I, I have to reach Somebody out to you to. Uh, uh, for a large number of things, and you take care of me in in so many different ways financially. Uh, you you almost run my life for me, which I really I, I'm at that point where I just really have a a hard time doing that myself. I'm always happy to help. Yeah, and, and uh, are how do you and Ronnie get along? That's that's a big question because I know you take care of me, you take care of Ronnie, you take care of, of Bobby and Larry, and probably in in some ways you take care of Jay. So how do you manage to do this? You're a miracle maker. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, Ronnie and I get along really well. Um, lots of times though, we fight like brothers and sisters. So that's the way it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, where do you find time to do all of this? What do you actually have a home life at all? I do. <laughs> a little bit of one. Got a donkey to take care of. Just always busy. Yeah. Always moving. There's not a lot of time to sit still, but Terry and I like it that way, so how how do do you get most of your traits from Bobby or most of them from Larry? You would have to be a little more specific as to which traits you're talking about. <laughs> Well, I know some of you, Trace, you, you, you like to go, uh, uh, you like to have fun all the time. Uh, even, even when you're busy and it's something serious going on, you, you have that, um, that blessing, you might say. You enjoy everything in life. I try to, and if you're specifically referring to the casino, I get that from Mom. Yeah. Do you win? I, I have done pretty well lately. Now, I, not always though i have been in one casino in my whole life no two actually and jackie and i we uh flew out to las vegas and then we uh, rented a car and we drove all around the western mm -hmm. hemisphere or, or in our country and we were uh, at uh, staying at a casino the first night and I had no idea what was going on. I was sitting there watching it. Jackie was watching it. We were totally lost walking around there. And I had a lady who hollered at us, and we went over, and she said, you two don't belong in here, do you? I said, we're staying here tonight. And, uh, and uh, she said, that's not what I mean. You don't have a clue what's going on in here, do you? And I said, no, I don't. And she said, she gave me about 15 or 20 uh, tickets to all the big things that were going on in Las Vegas so we could go out and see what was going on, all the entertainments that were going on. And I don't have a clue what's going on. I, I could tell you where uh, they would be throwing their dice or, or uh, uh, playing blackjack, I mm -hmm. think it is. That's 21, what we used mm -hmm. to call it uh, in the old days. Uh, what do you need to do to go in and have a chance to win some money when you go into a casino? It's all luck. Stay home. Give you, give you money to somebody and say, put this in your pocket. Don't let me have it till I come out. <laughs> that way you'll always break even. But Bobby comes home well, with money. See, she hadn't learned that yet. So is, is Bobby experienced enough to actually go in and help you make money when you go in there. 
I think it's all luck. Yeah, it I is. really do. You play three, what'd she say? Three-card three card poker. I didn't know there was such a thing. Mm -hmm. See, that's why you need to stay out of the casino. <laughs> I like to split my time between the slots and the tables. Which is the most fun? For me, poker. So you're, are you playing against everybody and the house when you no. play that? Just the dealer. Just the dealer. Mm -hmm. And see, Terry loves to play craps, but I don't like craps. There's too much going on. That's when you're throwing dice, right? Mm -hmm. I don't like it. What? I know there are times that you probably do make a fair amount of money. You, you probably do well in some mm -hmm. of the things. But in most of the cases, I, I uh, had a dealer there in Las Vegas that told me that uh, they ha you have a... 17% chance of winning. No matter what you do, you have a 17% chance of winning. Now, there there was a guy in uh, uh, in Nashville that used to do uh, sessions with us, teaching us all kinds of things, and one would be gambling. And one, one of the things that he could do, he could lay cards down on the table. He could tell you every one... Of, of them, whether it was an ace or a king or queen or, or whatever, on the back of it. I'd like to take him to Vegas with me. He was not allowed to play <laughs> I in bet. Vegas. I bet. But there are people that have that particular gift, and he never would tell us how he was able to do it. Mm -hmm. But that was one of the more fascinating things, that you can have somebody like that that, could probably make a fortune until they get a hold of him, yeah. either the, the the mob or whoever. Yeah. And they don't he, put he, that he, kind he, of people in the casino. No, they don't. And they, and that's, that's like cheating to them. Well, and you I, go away from a 17% chance of winning to a 100% chance of winning, which is which is amazing. You know, the house is the one that has to pay for the all those bright lights and stuff, so you know who's going to win most of the time. Yeah. And it's them. Yeah. But, you know, if if you've got, like some people, are addicted to it and just love to see the bright lights, then that's, that's her business. Well, I, I, I did love walking through Las Vegas at night. Yeah. And, and it's a beautiful, but the terrible thing about it, when you want to go to bed, everything, you still have bright no lights clocks. around it. You, can, there's, you can't cover away from it. No clocks. You, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. I never been. I would love to go. Yeah, you would love it. Yeah, you need to take Terry with you. And he, he's been, and I want. We want to go. He loves it. Now, uh, you and Jay, being the children of a principal at a school, I know that Larry made a big difference, a positive difference, in just about everybody's life. That. Uh, uh, went to school at Last Cassius. How about you and Jay? Because that's pressure. I know when I had my position here in the mm -hmm. county, I know that I worried about my kids because that is a different situation mm -hmm. on how you relate. How, how did you guys do that? Well, I mean, it was hard because we were with him all the time, and we got to see him in that role, and everybody's like, your dad's the principal, your dad's the principal. But we also got to see the compassion he had for so many 
families and kids and and that was pretty cool to see and i think that kind of rubbed off on us too hmm. do you want this yeah yeah jay i want to hear that from you too because i i know if people always say if you're a son of a preacher that is one of the toughest things but everybody that relates has a relationship with a lot of young people yeah, the the dad it makes a big difference in your relationship a lot of times yeah yeah uh he kept me on the straight and narrow mm-hmm. and uh you know we got to see his compassion for the kids and i had him for eighth grade advanced math and he would um one of the conversations a while back was how he'd put these extra credit questions on the bottom of a math quiz mm-hmm. that would uh challenge the overthinkers in the class which he never had to worry about me or mark raglan or bill truesdale being one of those overthinkers but you know it'd be a math test and and he would put this extra credit question about you dig all this numbers you dig a hole this circumference and this deep and you know all this stuff then he could say how long it take you to dig half a hole Mm -hmm. well the answer is you can't dig a half a hole but that would just throw the smart kids off like crazy so he did that, and then when I got to high school, I thought, all right, I'm out from under his thumb. It's time for the J-man to, to sow his seeds. First day, first class, they were calling roll, and the teacher looked up at me and said, are you Larry Stewart's son? Wait a minute. Yes, you, you hid your head, but not in shame, though. Not in shame, just because. Yeah. had to be known everywhere. He, and that was. <laughs> I got to meet the uh, uh, Principals, vice principals, every teacher knew me on the first day I walked in. Hey, you're Larry Stewart's boy. Hey, yes, sir. Yes, sir. How's he doing? He's doing just fine, sir. So, but did that make you feel good? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sure that, did. That, that's pretty special because not always when you know uh, somebody of that stature, it's not always positive. It's right. not always a great thing. And but But I've never known anybody that knew Larry Stewart that that it wasn't a, a a very special thing yeah and if i wasn't at school they'd call him at school hey jay's not at school today and he go, yeah he's sick uh, you know it's like it, there was no senior skip day for me <laughs> i had my butt in class so no what well, let's say uh advanced math at mm-hmm. last cassis yes sir was that did you was that you're using the 10 fingers or what exactly what exactly what fingers and toes oh yeah. okay fingers and toes yes advanced okay. math is fingers and toes oh yes, okay well i like that uh that, that that's a that's amazing and i have uh as as long as i've known larry i never thought of him as a, a math wizard I, I really didn't but it's something that that you have deep within you your mind is, is able to not not all kids would be good in mm-hmm. advancement, and and I would be one of them because yeah. I get so bored with math. Yes, how do and you keep it interesting? Uh, you know what, with with us growing up, my kids wouldn't listen to me, but they'd listen to Papa, and so when Kimberly or Aya would bring home their homework for the week, I would scan it in the computer and email it to Dad, and I just let the kids call Papa. Papa, I'm having trouble with number five and he would go through and explain to him how to do it and the first thing they say was well that's not how miss horier told us to do it and dad would say listen you know here's the way that 
to to get to the answer and here's the way you should think about it and so because you know it's like i could tell them this, and they get off the phone and said guess what papa told me and i said didn't i just tell you that 10 minutes ago yeah but papa explained it a lot better <laughs> so some, some people just have a natural way of getting along with others yeah. and, and and they trust them all right we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the stewart family from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, my name is Patrick Garland, and I love living here at Adams Place because ever since I came here, I feel I'm part of a new family. The people here are fantastic, the employees as well as the residents. I'm meeting so many wonderful people and I just enjoy every single day. I do a lot of reading, I do a lot of writing, research. I have invited my friends to come to Adam's Place to visit and see what it offers. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Guys, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone these days, but do your homework and be sure you go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. There are many reasons why. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just testosterone. They determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether or not you're a candidate to low T or something else like thyroid or even sleep apnea. Their annual health assessment is typically completely covered by most health insurance and is thorough, checking everything from PSA, which is your prostate levels, thyroid, liver, kidney functions, cholesterol, glucose, and more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitored self-inject treatment that ships to your home. Make your health a priority this year and schedule your annual health assessment today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment today. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Watching TaxLayer calculate your refund feels like climbing to the apex of a roller coaster. Here we go! And flying down the tracks. <laughs> and maximum refund speed. Start for free and get your guaranteed maximum refund. TaxLayer. File fearlessly. If you're tired of big cable bills, you can get Newsmax TV for free. Millions are watching Newsmax. Available now on major cable systems or for free on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and Vizio. Find it streaming on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, TiVo, Apple TV, and more. Seven million Americans have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. It takes just seconds. Then watch us anytime, anywhere. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. Find out why. Start watching today. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. 
A pedestrian was struck and killed near the intersection of South Church Street at Warrior Drive Wednesday night. Reports indicate the man was struck multiple times by oncoming vehicles. Preliminary investigation shows he was on the outbound lane of travel on South Church Street when he was struck the first time, then run over by at least two more vehicles. The name of the victim not being released until relatives are notified of his death. The Murfreesboro Police Fatal Accident Crash Team is investigating the tragic accident. Murfreesboro Benevolent Cemetery is being considered for addition to the National Register of Historic Places. The Black Cemetery was established in the late 1800s and serves as the final resting place for African Americans who lived through the Civil War and subsequent segregation. Efforts by the Rutherford County African American Heritage Society and Middle Tennessee State Center for Historic Preservation led to the site being approved by the State Review Board to be considered for the register. Heritage Society members hope bringing more attention to that location will help raise funds to restore the cemetery. Rutherford County Commissioner Robert Stevens has announced his candidacy in the Republican primary for the newly created 13th District of the Tennessee House of Representatives. Rutherford County will gain a fifth state house seat as a result of redistricting following the 2020 census. The district will include portions of Blackman, Eagleville, Rockville, Laverne, and Smyrna. Stevens has been a resident of Rutherford County for more than 30 years. Black Love, Health, Wellness, Relationships, the theme of this year's Black History Month celebration throughout February at MTSU. More information available online at our website, wgnsradio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. The Good Neighbor Network, on air and online at wgnsradio.com. Rutherford County's most trusted source for local news. Where is the best barbecue in town? The Slick Pig Barbecue. You can buy it by the pound sandwich platter or plate. No matter what you choose, it will taste great. You can come with a friend by yourself or with a date. The Slick Pig Barbecue. Barbecue pork, beef or chicken, Brunswick stew, great sides, lunch specials, down home atmosphere, and they cater. Slick Pig Barbecue. It's the best. 1920 East Main in Murfreesboro and 1303 Plaza Drive in Smyrna. Hi, this is Bob Cornell, pastor of Covenant Church right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. The answer that you've been looking for is found in Jesus and what he accomplished at the cross. You see, Jesus changes lives from the inside out. We would love for you to join us at Covenant Church located at 1124 Brinkley Ave right here in Murfreesboro. We have services Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. You can learn more about us at our Cornell Ministries YouTube channel. We want you to grow in Christ at Covenant Church. Good neighbor weather. Partial sunshine develops here this afternoon. High around 50 degrees. Southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy alone near 29. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 23. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Popcorn Pop Fresh Daily, their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with Larry and Bobby and Jay and Jan. And Bobby let me know. Uh, during the off period that uh, 
she actually was the English expert in the family and grammar, which I'm, I've, I've seen some of what you've taught already here in, <laughs> at, at Adams Place. Everybody has a failure. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, tell me what she had you to do um, uh, in, I guess, is, is this the latter part of her teaching in English or what it was that she wanted you guys to relate back to everybody else. Uh, you were talking about it. Has he just completely forgot? It, it didn't last very long. Well, we were talking it? about our term papers. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, in my senior class, we had Miss Mackey, and we had to write a senior. I remember paper. her well. One she was one. Yep, yeah. one of the best was one of our favorite teachers at Oakland. Yeah, yeah. And I wrote my term paper on the samurai of old Japan. So and they were thought, great. They were great warriors. Yes. Yeah. And they were loyal. Yes. And uh, and when I when I, you know, you had to do things in stages, Miss Mackey. So I turned in my note cards, and she thought, Oh gosh, oh it's, I love that pottery. She thought I was writing about Samari pottery. I'm oh, like, oh no, ma'am. I'm more. I'm writing about the samurai of old Japan, the samurai warriors. So she's uh -huh. like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was an enjoyable. So how how well did you do? I did very well. Yeah, I had I got a B on it, which is just a B. That was buddy. That's flying colors in Miss Mackey's class. She was tough, wasn't she? Yes, she was. But we all loved her. Everybody well, that's uh, the the thing about English is it goes well when you have interviews for special jobs, and it's it's, it's just not the technical part of the job. It, it, it's how you present yourself, isn't it? Exactly. A lot of, a lot of, uh, especially in the corporate world, it's not what you say; it's how you say it. Now, is and that the same in today's world? Today's world is a little bit different than, say, what Larry and Bobby and I went through. Yeah, yeah, it's still, it's still a lot of that because, especially if you're in a leadership position, and you want to get your point across. You don't want to come across wrong where everybody shuts down. Yeah, you want to kind of lead them to the right answer and say, "Hey, you know, not say let's do it this way." Say, "Hey, what do you think about this or something?" And and get everybody. You want to environment where everybody feels safe to contribute yeah. you know if you say hey let's throw any all these ideas let's what ideas you got and you start shutting people down and make them feel stupid you're not going to get the best out of anybody in that group yeah so you, you got to respect everybody everybody has certain gifts and that's what mom and dad's always taught us yeah you know when, when you travel from tennessee to texas do you find things very similar there because as we all know, Tennessee developed Texas into mm -hmm. a state. If without Sam Houston and Davy mm -hmm. Crockett and all of that, they don't like to admit it, but we did establish Texas. Well, yes, yes, they're yes, they're they're uh, very proud Texans. Yeah, um, and they don't like to admit it, but there's a lot of people, a lot of people from Tennessee and Virginia died at the Alamo. Yeah, so, it sure was. So you got it, you know, and I like. Texas because they they teach also Texas history in wow. school still. Now they don't teach check writing or cursive writing, but they still teach Texas history. In in they schools. don't teach cursive writing. Nope. I thought everybody was going back to that again. No. Nope. No. 
They're no, not? No. Boy, no. Well, well, that doesn't make any sense at all. Neither one of my daughters have ever had checks for their checking account. Wow. And when... Uh, what they do, print it? No. No, <laughs> they just pay everything with a debit. Wow. No cash. That's unbelievable. Uh, when mom had her ankle issue and my oldest daughter is down here, mom held, had her help her pay bills. And I guarantee that's the first time my 26-year-old daughter had ever written a check. Poor Bobby. She's had to put up with so much <laughs> because she has to take care of y'all. She has to take care of everything in the house. Uh, uh, there she was trying to get a what a light bulb or whatever uh, fixed up. And Larry, here he is, 6'6", six, six or whatever. And all he would have to do is just reach up there. And she had to get a step ladder. Well, and then she ends up she breaking her ankle. And, and you know, they're... Uh, Jay's grandson, our great grandson. Mm -hmm. When they were home, we went to Buster's. <laughs> right. Eat. Yeah. And we were taking the, the waitress was taking orders, and he was just as serious as a heart attack. She said, "He said I want to see." Go ahead, uh, Dad. Anyway, there do, there doesn't seem to be a, a, a continuity going when, in here. When the waitress just... came to him. He said, I want a chicken quesadilla and chocolate milk. Mm -hmm. I said, buddy, we're in a beer joint now. <laughs> I did it hard somewhere, but he, was, he didn't. Did they have chocolate milk? No. 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 <laughs> the waitress looked at him and said, honey, we don't have chocolate milk. Yeah. Or chicken quesadillas. Other, but he didn't need <laughs> something else. We've yeah. all had great memories in Buster's. I still I, I still, uh, uh, um Long to see Jimmy Thompson. You know, he used to be oh, yeah. one of the regulars oh, yeah. in there. And one of my uh, football playing friends. over. And, and Jimmy McKnight. Uh, how's Jimmy doing? Jimmy's doing pretty good. Last time Jay was home, uh, he called Jay. Uh -huh. Talked to him. And then we, we it told him we'd pick him up the next day and carry him to Buster's. So we did. And, and of course, everybody knew him. and everybody. You probably had everybody over at your table when oh, they saw yeah. him. Oh, yeah. They was all over there. Yeah. And, of course, he was entertaining the crowd just like the old Jimmy. But he's uh, yeah. he's he's okay. I mean, he's got a great sense of humor, and he's taking it well, and he's just he's just good. Isn't it funny how we mention places, then all of a sudden we go to the people that yeah. we knew and yeah. always saw them there? Yeah, Bobby, you got no. your earphones back on. I do. That was one place I didn't mention a while ago, but they they hated Buster's the other night. So, yeah. you know, we've kind of hit all of the high spots of eating in Riversboro. Yeah. Jay went with me but to I, eat. I, I, I just wanted to say something about Jan's term paper. Mm -hmm. She wrote it on cerebral palsy, the undiagnosed disease, and she went way back in history. And when these children were born with cerebral palsy, yeah, terrible disease. Nobody knew what to do with them, and they were institutionalized until the scientists got busy and discovered that these were children that could be helped. And this is the how you're going to do it. So that was a very good term paper. I was proud of her for thinking of that. Boy, what made you go? Oh, here, here she is, <laughs> patting herself on the back. Well, Unbelievable. Speaking of cerebral palsy, when I started school at junior college down in Mississippi, yeah, we had one old dorm down there, and the only ones that lived there were the ones that were so far away from home they couldn't go back. So anyway, we had a boy in the dorm that had cerebral palsy. Mm. And he was in college, 
and uh, he d doing good, and we all loved him to death. And he got to be buddies with all of us basketball players. Mm -hmm. So everywhere we went, John went with us, and yeah. he would he would come to our room at the dorm and stuff, and and uh, he uh, he loved baseball, and he would help out with the baseball team and everything. He got out of college, went on to Mississippi State, got his degree. He started teaching. Yeah. And coaching baseball at Calhoun City, Mississippi, and uh, he he got where he couldn't take care of himself well, so he went to a nursing home. <clears throat> yeah, but he still anyway. When he passed away, he left his entire state to the Itawamba Community College baseball team. Wow! And I don't know how much it was, and don't care. Yeah. It was a thought, but John loved baseball and he loved that junior college just like we all did. But he functioned. It, it was, he functioned. It was a blessing to me to get to be hanging around John in more ways than people would want. See want the world. The world would have missed. The world would have missed a great person if yeah. he had been institutional. In I can't even say it. Have you had and, a stroke? Thank you very much. <laughs> and, and she's our English professor. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I, I feel I feel like I have to hurry and say something because he's going to interrupt. Well, what I've got to say is important. <laughs> I, I, since, since, since I'm looking at you in, in this particular, uh, this person did not have that. But you remember Johnny Parsley oh, yes. and, and how he would just run onto the court, the basketball court. He would slide all the way. He would. He was a better show than than the yes. ball games were. He loved it. Yeah. We were talking about him last Friday, Bud, your brother Mike. Yeah. Uh, you brought it up, and everybody loved Johnny. Yeah. And you would go see Johnny, and his mama got a star in her crown because she took care of Johnny and took him places. You yeah. would see him, other than ball games, I've seen him at Norris Logan's pool room just sitting up on the table rolling balls back and forth. You know, yeah. Mama, Johnny wanted to come and Mama brought him. But uh, great, great inspiration to everybody. I, I think uh, having that relationship with Johnny and so many others uh, that uh, uh, were not born with the, the, the same abilities as uh, many others were, uh, it made life much more pleasant knowing people like Indeed. that and let's give the administration at riverdale a lot of credit yeah. a lot of people would have said now johnny you can't come and you can't run out on the floor and stuff like yeah. that but hewlin watson and those administrators over there they took johnny under their wing and and uh, i think they're better people for it yeah a lot a lot of people wouldn't have done it well when life is simple and and, and you have love for everybody around you. It makes it so much more I, enjoyable. I was going to tell you a while ago, at Last Cassis, that was a different situation than anybody else's. At Walter Hill was different. But uh, I knew all the kids, and I knew where they lived and everything. And we had I, – I heard somebody was telling me the other day about a friend of theirs whose child was at a function at the middle school, and uh, – they got mixed up about who was going to pick him up, and nobody showed up, and everybody left him. Mm. That never happened at Last Cassis. It would never happen as long as I was there. But I, I, and the funny part, he started walking home towards Milton. Well, his people would stop to check on him, and he thought they was going to 
get him so he'd hide from them, which made mm -hmm. it even worse. But seeing why they finally got that settled. But I had a, two boys. One one more, one evening I started home at school. I was at probably 4 o'clock, and they were sitting out on the rock fence. And I said, do you boys miss the bus? They said, no, our daddy's going to pick us up. And I said, well, I'll take you home. I said, do you know where you live? And they said, I knew know where I lived this morning. I said, no, ain't that the same place you'd live this afternoon? They said, no, daddy was going to move while we was at school. Well, I just sat out on the rock fence. We were sitting there talking. It wasn't long. Daddy pulled up, started to apologize, and said, Mr. Stewart, I'm sorry. He said, I was moving. I said, well, they said you was moving. He said, yeah, and they didn't know where. I said, I found that out, too. But I wasn't going to leave those kids sitting there not knowing where the, you know, daddy might have run off and left them. I don't know what I was, but uh, that happened a lot at last cases, and I have to take them home. And it didn't enter my mind not to, that I was scared of what might happen because, you know, I, I was doing uh, them a favor, so and yeah. I never had any problem. But that that should never happen. You you've got all these great things that you've accomplished, and everybody loves you at Last Cassis. And I still remember that I had to send John Brown out to the school to arrest you. No, you came with him, and it was the night they were having the retirement party for me, and my grandkids were sitting right on the front row. And they're still tormented by seeing you and John Brown put the cuffs on me. And I don't think they'll ever be. Who, who was that requested is what no, I want. I don't, I don't <laughs> See, I can't remember that. Oh, well, I expect you probably can. <laughs> I would say it might have been the president of the PTO or somebody like that. You know? Yeah. But uh, it, it, it brought the, the, the house down. No, I it mean, did, it, it just it made everything and special sure that night. I was happy with it. Yeah, I've, I'm, to be honest with you, <laughs> well, you and I, what, what, where was it at um, uh, Christiana? Was it Christiana? You and I, Sue Parsley, had us dress up as all kinds of crazy people. It was reading. What, what was that thing? It was reading the week that you read to the classroom. I was Dr. Seuss, mm -hmm. and I don't remember who you were, probably some clown. Yeah, uh, I think so. But anyway, we had we read to the students, mm -hmm. and the, we requested large print <laughs> and about third grade level. Don't get much higher than that, yeah. or we might mess it up. We were in trouble. Yeah, we were in trouble that day. But, but wasn't it great to it be a part of all yeah. those things that were going on in, in our John hey, I know Hood who Truman was, by the way. Stoked that how many times? And uh, what what'd you say, Brian? I said I know who you were. If it was Doctor Seuss, you had to be the Grinch. Who? I was the Grinch. Brian oh, was yeah, saying. that's exactly right, Brian. <laughs> yeah, he he was dressed as the Cat in the Hat. Oh, I know. I still got that picture somewhere. I know. <laughs> the Cheshire Cat. Then I was a beauty. You were a Cheshire Cat. He said. <laughs> Were you smiling all the time? No, that wasn't you. No, not smiling. No, I, had to, I had to play the part, Truman. Yeah. I couldn't be my regular old self. I had to, I had to be. Of course, if you were regular. When you were the Grinch, you was just, just in regular form. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, you, um, would you have changed at all to any other time in this in this county or would you have loved just to gone through the same things that you did and and had to all the friendships that you made and all the people that you changed i wouldn't for the change better. none of that i i don't think i'd change anything truman yeah oh uh, well i saw i was at 
uh, one of my doctors yesterday that came out and of course everybody wearing a mask now you don't know who they are and this this lady sitting over there said uh, you're Miss Stewart aren't you and I said yeah and she said and she didn't say anything and I said well you can have to pull that mask down and before I know who I'm talking to well I had her kids had her husband in school and oh, so wow. we got to talking about it and you know and she said Miss Stewart said uh, well, my kids just love you to death I said well I love them back and uh, it's it it feels good when somebody does that and well I saw two another one was graduated before I got there but uh, hey I had his nephews and nieces in school but it feels good makes you feel comfortable when you have somebody from the medical profession taking care of you doesn't it yeah yeah now this was not a doctor this was a, a parent from Las Casas oh okay uh, that told me and her but I did talk to a, a nice a nice doctor yesterday. She's a heart doctor. They thought maybe I didn't have a heart, so they run some tests. Probably had a hard time finding it. <laughs> well, they probably did, but My she guess. was uh, she was about as big as a bar of life boy soap. Looked like she was about 12 years old, but she was pretty sharp. Kelly Davis. Yes. And uh, uh, Dr. Chapman sent me over to her because he's going to do some surgery on some blockage in my leg, and he mm -hmm. wanted her to check out my heart and it turned out that they went to the same high school of course it was decades apart and uh, I told her I said you don't look old enough to be in class with Dr. Chapman she said well I wasn't but uh, she's, she's super and I, I've been lucky all of the stuff I've been going through every doctor I've ever had has been super yeah well uh, I'm actually one of my uh, physicians that replaced my left knee i was in school his dad yeah, yeah, matt barrett matt barrett and his dad was owen barrett and he's also a, a doctor and it's done just across the county line i think down in alabama so it's it's amazing that you when you develop friends more than likely you develop for the for your yeah. entire life and, and well, that's, that's very that special we've, we've had a lot of friends yes we have and and uh, uh good lord's blessed us a anytime that he puts those people in our lives then he's doing it for Bless a special us with reason. good women we'll say that yeah no doubt about that i just want to say one thing all the years that larry was at last Cassis, he had a great backup administrative teachers and coaches you don't do Knight, it. You don't Mr. do Hart. it by yourself. No, he had, had he had a bunch of great people surrounding him that knew what they were doing, and they did it. Loved the kids, and knew what they were there for. Yeah. And y'all talking about interviews a while ago. I doubt that anybody ever went through as tough an interview as I did to get the job at Last Guess. I don't think James Robert Ward. No, no. <laughs> uh, Pappy was there, but uh, he did. I didn't deal with him. But, uh, he was always busy because I know every time I would go in Brown's store and he was there eating, he would leave because I'm sure he was busy well, doing so. He'd go out that, that side you just door. Didn't notice it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you were bad to arrest people that didn't need arresting. One thing, well, one of your faults. There was nothing more fun than arresting That's somebody. Right. That's, That's why right. you were there. Well. I think we're out of time. Are we? There's anything that we need you, to say? Did you get to before? say everything you wanted to say, Mimi? No, just happy to be here. Happy to have my son visiting. Happy to have my daughter with me today. That's the best time in the world, isn't it? It is. When you it have is. your family it together. Is. Because, you know, 
as they get older, they've each pulled in different directions. So any time we can get together is special. Anytime you have a family that stays together the entire time, that that's the most special thing. Good yes. Lord yes. let you be together, and that is special. And I presume Jay's going to be moving back to Tennessee pretty soon. Oh, yeah. 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 He'll stay on you like he's on mow about reopening that stove. Well, my grandkids are in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. so oh, my goodness. But they love to come to the Big Red Barn. They do love to come to the Big Red Barn. And, and your daughter was up here taking care of yeah. Mimi. And plus, she came on your show and and was a star when she oh she there. really was she's extremely bright and i, I thoroughly enjoyed well, her belinda's pretty smart yeah yeah kind of <laughs> is that it that's it sir all right guys we'll see you in the morning at nine hallelujah from nhc's adams place Home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.